Rolling Stone podcast. Um, I what, was just what I was just, did she bequeath you? I was just handed a meal of two hot dogs and nine smiley French fries. Babe, I want hot dogs. Mm. Babe, I want hot dogs. Hey, babe. Can we do hot dogs and uh, like some sort of fries? Great. We're going to grill our hot dogs. Nice. Yes. We're going to get Cajun curly fries. And we can do them in the air fryer. Oh, my um, dick's fucking. Yeah, this is also the second. At a full in a three inches. <laughs> this is the second in a row I've had hot dogs. And my meal last night hot was even more wild. It was hot dogs, cur- uh, smiley fries, mac and cheese, and pizza. Like, I literally oh, ate, oh. like, like Scooby-Doo and Shaggy last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was having, like, a some, like, tropical banana cream, frothy, uh, like, mixed drink. Like a, co- like a, like a Johnny, Johnny Bahama type of uh, cocktail. I love to put the cock in cocktail. Um, my producer said that three inches was pretty big for me, so... I just want that on the record. Um, also on the that. record is um, we attempted to do a podcast last week. The producer's debut. And it was Ooh. so atrocious that she made a stop in the middle. And then she forgot <laughs> that we were going to do it again. And uh, it never happened. So um, for all of you on the internet who closely follow us, please bully the producer. Please bully the producer and Duncan into releasing yeah. that recording. <laughs> no, it's lost to the world. The recording doesn't even exist. This is a I was ab- allegedly throwing. Okay. Okay. Do you want, do you want to come? Do you want to just come be on the podcast? Holy shit. She yelling, said, guys. She said, she said, you were asking me rapid fire questions about myself. I mean, one of one of her excuses was I because I kept uh, like asking her about her background because I was like, I want like a little biography here. And she was like, I just I thought you were setting me up for something. And I was like, I was asking you questions about yourself. Yeah. So the world knows who you are. That's that's the sorry. The gotcha. Classic gotcha. gotcha bitch. We, have, we want to find out who you are. Boy. Um, so if you want to know um, where her uh, self-confidence is at, it's about the same as mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, cheers to that, brother. I mean, I hate myself right now. Just come over here and say it into the microphone. No. You're Don't. saying funny things. Just say them into the thing. Oh, that that's what she's worried about is if she's going to be funny or not. Oh, my God. Has she no, listened she, to the podcast? She, she said in 2017, Kendrick told her, bitch, be humble. And since then, she's been humble. Wow. If only we were able to hear that from her voice on, exactly. on the microphone. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, we will never know. Um, <clears throat> how, how have you how have you been? 
fucking honestly not good. <laughs> <laughs> not in is a... this about to be a real KFC radio episode where you're yeah, maybe on KFC and I'm like, how you been? And you're like, fucking depressed. <laughs> no, I'm not depressed. I'm just I, I woke life... up with chocolate in my bed four nights in a row. Oh. <laughs> is that what happened to Feidelberg? Feidelberg consistently wakes up having fallen asleep while eating chocolate and it having melted to him. <laughs> um, wow. So, um, no, I'm not depressed. I mean, in my own, not um, unusually depressed. Yeah, not not at a, an alarming um, level, um, just a typical depression level. Uh, no, life is just stressful. We I, we weren't able to record simply just because I like had no time to myself. Um, I started coaching two three weeks ago now. When this comes out on Monday, three weeks ago, and it's just consumed my life. Um, where it's like practice like legitimately every single day. It's hard to carve out time for myself. And then on top of it, last week I had MCAS at school, and so it was just like a con- like a just like a revolving door of thoughts where like I couldn't. And then I mean, Star- Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga came out and I really just had to blow all my free time went to that. So yeah, I apologize to the listeners. Duncan, I apologize to you. Um, okay. Yeah, just uh, I say life sucks, but then uh, I've been playing video games and uh, being around the sport I love. So really, it's uh, for me, it, it sucks in my perfect life. Um, the producer insists on continuing to talk to me off the microphone mm-hmm. <clears throat> about things. Do you do you need me to set up a second mic and run it over there? Do you want to join the do you want to join the fucking Zoom? Do you want to hop in the Zoom here? Zoomski? We can get y'all set up. We'd love to have you on. We can do the code. Why don't we do that? Why don't I just... It'll be my first time talking to her. <laughs> I don't know why we don't do that. It's because my she, she's pouring herself a now. glass of wine and she's talking about how the thing that she got for her wine is the greatest invention ever. <clears throat> oh, of modern age. I would argue I the hear wheel that. was pretty solid. I want to hear about it. That's what I mean. We want the people want to hear about this. Grow some fucking balls one time. It's this thing. <laughs> so I can have a glass of wine without opening the whole bottle. And it just pours out the front. Yeah, it's like pressurized uh, so I that you can't hear me. Yeah, I can. She just joined the fucking zoom. Mm. Uh, I think Sarah has one of those. Um, it's red, and she won it at a Yankee swap, and I don't think she's used it yet. Dude, it is actually pretty, like, I mean, it's pretty brilliant, to be honest. Because also, like, if you want to aerate some wine, you could just take some of the wine out of the bottle and then let it sit, and then boom. I think that's go. what that thing does. It, like, automatically and it also, aerates yeah, it. Yeah, it aerates it as well. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't care. But it's really what, is a deca- what does a decanter do? A decanter is like it aerates it. 
It decants it. <laughs> Obviously. Now let me now let me ask you a further question. Um why do I get so horny when I drink red wine? <laughs> Since we're on the subject. I don't know, but like I remember the first time like I really drank wet red wine and I was like, I, I, I if I have to fuck a watermelon, I'm gonna fuck a watermelon because yeah, I gotta yeah. get something, I gotta get inside of something. I had a nice Merlot right and I now. was like, I I had a nice Merlot and I was like, I need to find a hole within the next five minutes or else. <laughs> I just heard I just heard my full name from beyond the door. <laughs> I don't care if it's my own hole, it just has to be a hole. <clears throat> it could be a door and I could get off. Yeah. Um <laughs> Do you think uh, so? I, we, I watched your mom's house for like the first time in a while last night. This is a left turn, but they were talking you, about Chris. I thought you said how I met your mother, and I was like, Duncan, don't sink that low. No, no, I wouldn't. I, I honestly, really and truly, if I had enough time, I would watch your how I met your mother. But I, it, there's not enough time. I think in a in a day, the way the Romans have set up our days. Um, and our mm. calendars for me to ever do that. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Chris Stefano went into detail about how his dad, like once a month ish, so felon. eats eats himself into congestive heart failure. <laughs> <laughs> right, that sounds impressive to me. That sounds Which, like a like a skill you put on a resume. That's like he he was like dad what do you eat and he was like well i eat like a whole pizza like a pepperoni pizza <laughs> he was like i eat like 15 garlic knots like and just like on and on and on and he's like yeah and i wake up at like two in the morning chicken and some roast beef a pizza yeah. yeah and then he was like well why don't you just eat healthy and he's like well why the fuck do i take my meds then yeah exactly there's yeah it and it's it's a great point. If you got if you got the medication, what is you you have you have a lifestyle that requires medication. The medication isn't going to change the lifestyle. Continue going on. The the medication is just there to make sure you, you don't die. Exactly. Make sure you can continue your lifestyle. Exactly. Um I was actually recently Bert Bart. And um, Tom Segura had Bart. been on the Chrysler. Been on, yes, Bart had been on PMT, and uh, it's always fat. Like it's it's brought me back to want to listen to your mom's house again. Um, only listen, not watch, because when they get into their dark web internet shit, I can't. Dude, have there my eyes some, see such a thing. Some brutal. I mean, even like on YouTube, it was like yeah, they, they were doing it, like. But like the four levels of hell with Krista Stefano. And yeah. it was like, I mean, like even blurred images that I was horrified by. Oh yeah. Look, the audio of some ship. Oh, I eat like squelching of flash. Yep. Squelching or like every once in a while you get a nice bone cracking. That's <laughs> like a, like a, like a, like a finger yeah. snap of a bone. Have you Wait. ever seen the one where the kid no. in rain boots jumps off of the roof of like a ranch style house 
and he just locks his knees out and just no. folds in half at the waist. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Can't say it's, it's like if if the sound the woman makes in the grape stomping video was a visual. Um, see, that is my tolerance level for such a uh, for for such uh, visceralness is Grape Lady. Like I could watch yeah. Grape Lady all day. Um, that's an all time. I could video. watch the one. I think the guy dies. So not to get intensely morbid, but that vi- viral video of the tire that is just shooting down the street and is being caught by CCTVs like left and right and then just smokes a dude in the face like if that tire is traveling at it has to be 50 miles an hour just a lone rogue tire and it smokes an old man I think he dies I can watch that because I don't see any like legitimate like face shattering things if his head exploded when the tire hit him I would have a different story you know what I'm talking about the video the yeah. tire is just like 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 reading down yeah there well there's another one that was like the i think the beginning of the your mom's house fascination with like the weird live leak type videos was it's a guy in like a korean or like some sort of yeah i know the one mechanic shop yeah shop and it just rolls like they just roll the car right into him and pin him against the wall. And he's just like, <laughs> at that, yeah, at that, he's not like bones unbroken, maybe a couple bruised ribs, but he really just got the wind knocked out of him from that, from that Toyota, from that Kia soul running into him. And they always, they always follow up and like find out what exactly yeah, happens. Like not. there was another one where a guy, a guy in like, south america we are the one we are we this is our last time talking about someone getting injured on live leak and then we have to move on because i'm getting sick okay go ahead go ahead with Uh, he falls off of like a no it's it's a guy on like a motorized scooter and he just drives the motorized scooter into the bottom of a ladder of a guy who's cleaning like a third story window and the guy, I mean, just right down and walks Ugh. away. He walks away from it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Huh. <laughs> he like lands on top of the ladder and like bounces and then just gets up and he's completely fine. Okay, good. I uh, see, see, I could take, this is the last time we're talking. I could take like a man <laughs> jumps off the Empire State Building and splats. Um, I don't want to see that video. Just show me the image. Two days later, after his remains have been cleaned up and there's still like yes. a stain, you can show me that. You just be like, yeah, that's, that's where a man, that's where a man yeah. landed after jumping off of that and they point up at the empires. Like, I'll be like, okay. I was like, my imagination can do enough. <laughs> Speaking of death, um, I reported that Dwayne uh, Haskins died in our group chat uh, to uh, little to no response from the two of them. <laughs> Well, because I had already seen it. I had, ah. I had like, I forget when, but I had seen it like when it like literally happened. <clears throat> uh, 
He just got like he just died in like a car accident. That sucks. Yeah, he's twenty four. And I'll, I don't think uh, he was gonna make what, that much. Was of that an yesterday? In the NFL, but I think it was like late last night. So basically, like it could have been like morning for some for some people. When did you text us? I texted you in the morning when I saw it. Oh, oh no! So this was this was yesterday, like afternoon ish. You texted us at like four o'clock my time. So it happened over like earlier that day. Mm. So I had been at work since like, yeah, ever. So I had checked Twitter or something at some point and seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was on the Steelers. I don't know. I don't think he, like, again, he wasn't going to make that much of a big of an impact. And it's like the really heartbroken people are obviously his, the people he's made friends with on his team um currently and like ohio state people i don't it's not doesn't really affect me but it's just like it's what it's like every once in a while you see a name and you're like oh sh- what like yeah nah. and you have to double check to be like is this like am i being you know a young uh younger person whether they are an athlete a celebrity musician or whatnot like it's dying. almost like a double check snopes moment where you're like is this yeah a hoax yeah and yeah exactly if someone like it seems like i'm it waiting seems for like something that to not be alive anymore yeah. it seems like something that i could tweet out and it would get some traction and then like adam who's Schefter doing would that? report it who was i think it was maybe it was pmt or barstool it was like every every two weeks one of the pmt or the barstool guys would tweet out um r.i.p tim allen just in case <laughs> just in case tim allen died it's like a, like R.I.P. the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Tim Allen has passed away at the age of you know sixty seven, whatever it is. And they would just draft up all these different tweets. Like every every two weeks, they would put one out. Um, yeah, I I have nothing else to say about Dwayne Haskins. He he did not affect my it, life in any way. It doesn't move the needle a whole lot. I'll no. be honest. The what moves the needle is how surprising it is. It doesn't matter who any Timothy. Chalamet could have died and it would have had the same response from me like like oh what like this has to be it's a one of those this has to be fake and then I look it up and I go oh no I go ah dang uh all right uh well gotta get my coffee going today I actually would argue that Timothy Chalamet would move the needle more because bad move simply because it would make me think about who they're gonna cast in Dune yeah I would be so like, oh, who are are they going to like Heath Ledger it and like CGI him into mm. this movie? Or did they CGI whereas, Heath Ledger into a movie? They like they like tweaked some of the scenes in Batman so that he wouldn't like they wouldn't have to redo the character. I don't recall. Either way, it doesn't matter, but I'm not questioning who is going to be cast in Dwayne Allen's role in the upcoming movie. You know? Dwayne Haskins? Yeah. What did you I say? Said, you said Dwayne Allen, like Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Subconsciously, you've now mixed the... <laughs> I am... Um, <clears throat> as the kids say, I'm a noodle. Um, there you go. So you're getting full noodle, Duncan. Uh, speaking of actually you you hit on a topic i wanted to talk about two weeks ago now um it, during that 
moment of two weeks ago. Um, the re- uh, they recently had released a deleted scene from the Batman, twenty twenty two's Robert Pattinson movie with uh, whatever the guy's name is uh, playing the Joker, like a, a deleted scene between yeah. Pattinson and Joker. And so, have obviously being two weeks removed, have you seen the? You've obviously seen the deleted scene. I think I have. I'm gonna or at least it, you've maybe on Instagram you've seen images of what that guy's <laughs> face looks like as the Joker. <clears throat> um, it's a. I think it's a good scene. I. I like. I don't know how it would have fit. It would have been too much. I feel like it was a good idea that they didn't have it in the final product because it would have been like, oh wow, okay, like. They're really like they want to bring all the fans in by putting in like a random ass Joker. So I'm glad that didn't have it in the movie, but I like that it's a deleted scene. Was it was there music in this deleted scene? I don't know. Because the one I just watched had music over it, weirdly enough. Batman deleted scene. You go send it to you. Oh, also a ton of new music came out. Um, yeah, I listened to some of it, not all of it. This was this was the most excited I've been for a Friday in a long time. Um, me not so much. I did have one thing on my on my um visage, uh, which was Interpol. Yeah, which was Interpol. Oh, I didn't listen to Vince fucking Staples. That's right. Oh man, I completely missed that. You were telling me all about that shit too. That's my bad. Ramona Park broke my heart. <clears throat> and now Jackson I will listen to that well. tomorrow. Hold on, before we dive into music. Um, um, I'm watching the scene. Oh yeah, no, the one I just watched was a very weird like montage. It was not a scene. Oh. So um I wish I could have your your full take after after watching it, but um how do you feel about people playing the Joker uh, post Heath Ledger? Because you are fascinated and you you are infatuated so, with Heath Ledger's Joker, the Dark Knight movie in general. So I we actually rewatched it recently. Dark Knight. I don't I don't know that it entirely holds up as like an adult. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really? like overly. Maybe it's just like growing up and like not being so caught up in like the fanfare of it but like also just in general like the movie as a whole like there were a lot of scenes that felt really really corny and there was Mm. a lot of scenes that i was like like people complained about how long this movie was i was like at least it was like cinematically and emotionally gripping like to me going back and watching the dark knight again after watching this like it what a lot of the scenes were like corny and just time filling. Yeah. And didn't really I feel like, like it is a different plot a lot. Yeah. I feel like it is um just different cinema, like it it being like different movie making between when did Dark Knight come out? 2010 to 8, 2008. 2008. Wow. So it being mid aughts, 2000s, or late to late um, and now we have, we've had so many other, we've had, Jesus Christ, we've had almost the entire 
Marvel Cinematic Universe in between these two Batmans, these two other superhero movies, and in, in a an ancillary Batman in the Batfleck in it as well. Um, I need to watch Dark Knight again. I think I've become much more critical looking at movies since Dark Knight in 2008. But I, <clears throat> I also think I, we were like yeah. what fucking 12 at the time. Like, yeah, obviously we were caught up in it. Like it was like the biggest movie event of our lifetime. Yeah. And then I think on I top of it, like the Heath Ledger stuff. But yeah, yeah I think Jaden having consumed one and a, three. Yeah. a lot more movies, <clears throat> I'm kind of like, I'm a little better at picking out like where it misses. Yeah. I should watch Dark Knight again <laughs> when I have a moment to like, just lights off and ingratiate myself into like, okay, like, will I'm going to be critical. And am I going to find flaws and everything? I mean, I do that. I hate when I do it, um, but I do. I'm always like looking at bullshit at movies. Like uh, are like they spending too long of a time on a shot for a particular reason that like then turns out to be nothing. Like I felt like the Batman 2022 did that a little bit, but it was like, it made up for it in other ways um, by being like a film noir and everything. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta go back and, and look at dark Knight because I still believe in my head, you know, I saw a scene or two on TV recently um, with the specifically with Heath Ledger's Joker. And I was like, damn, this is still so good. So maybe I need to like have the full experience. It's, it's a little more of like differently. Sometimes Nolan gets caught up a little in the visual cinematics where yeah. I'm like, and I, maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times that I'm like, okay, like this is a, like, let's move yeah, on, the bus. Dude. The like, bus is going to flip over. He's going to open the yeah. door and shoot the rocket. Like, He's going to hit the button a couple of times and then it's going to blow up. But and I also, think so what stuck out to me is the courtroom scene where he tries to shoot uh, Harvey Dent. Oh, and he like uh, grabs it. Had, and he's like, if you're going to try to kill a public servant, uh, Mr. Maroney, I recommend you buy American. And it's like the fucking I realized like, oh, yeah, those watching, lines like, are this is the lamest scene of all. Like you could have cut that entire scene out. Yeah. And just had like a like a passing like television that had like a news thing that like summed up that whole scene and it would have saved like yeah. 10 minutes of the movie yeah i feel like there are going to be those things there's those fucking things like in my favorite movie of all time ferris bueller i like close my eyes when like it gets to anything with the sister shauna genie um and i'm like i don't give a shit until like charlie sheen <laughs> comes on screen um and you're gonna find those in like the Dark Knight. And you're, I would say that the there's more of those scenes in say Batman Begins than there is the Dark Knight, of like exposition that leads nowhere. Yeah, like there's so much talking in Batman Begins. There's so much actually. To be honest, there's so much talking in Batman in the Dark Knight Rises too so much <clears throat> there's all three of them to be honest like there <clears throat> yeah there no is one is most in... talented when he does something like um that fucking war movie i can't think of it uh the dunkirk, dunkirk. where it's like very minimal uh like it's visuals style the visuals tell the story he's great at that but he there's i would yeah. argue is garbaggio at uh 
dialogue. 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 There is something. There's you know something who's not in... garbage at dialogue? Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. There you go. Dialogue. I got to watch Oh Hello again. I was thinking about that. I wore a dress. <clears throat> um, there's something in video games to, to be said as well, where exposition takes the place where you could easily be doing something or be watching in, in case of a movie watching an action scene unfold that that then tells that story i have learned that instead of two people talk in a movie talking about um something that happened in the past to actually show a flashback not it be like cheesy not it be like wayne's world like we're gonna go back in time um yeah but actually like have it be very um straightforward and in, in that it is a flashback but to show it like in Im, like have an imagery of that storytelling instead of just two guys staring at each other same with the video games i forget what it was um a recent game that came out where exposition overloaded that game to the point where people were like i hate this i think it was had to have been like a like one of my stupid anime games like a final fantasy or kingdom hearts where it was so much of just exposition instead of like hey this literally in a video game it's like this dialogue could be happening while the player is doing something like while the player is like fighting instead of actually like just ha- watching a cutscene and watching two people talk you know who did really good at that with a video game and i know you love the game you know who did really good with with Moving the story along through exposition while allowing the five. Play, close while allowing the player to do something. I think I think they took another step forward after GTA five, Red Dead Two. X That's amazing was... job taught doing storytelling, doing two people talking, doing like you know, that where voice actors finally get like their craft in, but you are doing something. You're riding on the horse, or you are like tying like literally like hog tying someone and putting them on the back of your horse while the story and plot is being moved along like i i i can't there is so much in that dark night yeah like the he the harvey dent scene in the corner he didn't have to say you should buy american he could just break the gun and literally he could break the gun and go like like a cheap foreign bullshit and throw it away he doesn't have to have this whole long thing you can literally just snap. And then like the courtroom like erupts in applause. And it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, like get get to Batman. Like I want to see that. That's like, so I think also like that, that was one of my issues with the Batman video games was I was like, there's too much of like uh, you trying to tell us a story. I'm like, I fucking know Batman, dude. Just let me play the game. I'm really, I'm really bad at that. Anytime there is any sort of cut, I've played the. Uh, I recently was trying to play Batman Arkham Knight. I think it was the most recent one again on Xbox, and I had played like the first half of the game, and I like just dropped it because something else came out probably, and I was like, oh, I've oh I remember all this. Like I remember up until this point, and then it's all foggy. And so for the first like two hours of playing. Whenever a cutscene came on, I didn't want to skip it because maybe I will pick something up. But I was just on my phone that entire time. And then I was worse off for it because I was like, these fucking 
cutscenes are 17 hours long. And yeah. now I also, I get back in to be able to control Batman. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing because I didn't pay attention because the cutscene was too long. Like halfway yeah, through of this five minute so, cutscene, you told me what I was going to do <laughs> and then had another three minutes of exposition. It's, it's, I, I am frequently frustrated with games like that where there is no direction to the game other than the cutscenes. I'm like, just yes. give oh, me my. an objective that I can easily read so that I can fucking play. I have you, ADHD. Stop like toying with me. All those old games. I remember me and Sam would just rattle our heads trying to figure out how to play like older, like PS1, PS2 games. Like we didn't, we did not know how to play or what was required to beat the first level in countless games what number one because we were like eight and four and <laughs> number two neither of us could read well and number three they would tell that it would be no hud the only hud would be your yeah. health and like maybe how much bullets or how many arrows you had in any game i remember me and sam had no idea if anyone out there has played kingdom hearts one I always, this is one of my, it's one of my favorite games now because I figured out how to play it. I got it when I was, it came out in like 2003. I had to have, I had got it 2003. I had to have been like seven. I had no idea. It wasn't until I was 17 years old, 10 yeah. years later, did I pick it back up again? Cause I was bored. I was like, oh, I now know how to play this game. I did. I'm not joking. Me and Sam were like, we don't know how to jump. Jump yeah. is an X. Jump was square in that game. Yeah. And so it boggled our was mind. Too complicated. Too com. No, 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 no. Yeah. Too it's much like when I switch, switch from Xbox to Switch and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. My and there was not, know how to there was this. nothing. I know I'm playing Lego Star Wars right now and the Y and the X are in different positions. And so I yeah. don't know what to do. The I even think the A and the B are in different positions too. Yeah. Instead of um, why one of the, the worst for the me <clears throat> that I remember yeah. vividly is the Harry Potter video game yeah. for PS2. That one. That one. And there's there no way to go to back done. to the cutscene and there's no direction. So you're you just pause like, the game and there's nothing. There's no I remember I've played the game. There's nothing on the on the top. There's your health and there's there's the birdie bots beans you got to collect. And yeah. that's it. it. <laughs> and they were like, figure it out. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you have to somehow figure out how to play chess against this like yeah. beast. Yeah, exactly. Or and you're like, like, I understand how chess works, but the rest I of it, I, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I remember this. I got I had like the second one on PS2 too, the Chamber of Secrets. And you start out in uh, at the Weasley's house and it's like mow the lawn. And it's like the if the lawnmower wasn't right in front of me, I might as well have returned the game because there's no way of me finding where the lawnmower was. I don't fucking it's level one and I don't know what to do. <clears throat> and you're also at the Weasley's house. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Which is and the I'm equivalent like, of Ben Nelk's garage. <laughs> <laughs> I made that. I think I've been if you're listening, I think I've made that joke before about like the Nelk, the Nelk household being the Weezy's. It was like if you were in the backyard and you look at the house, you're like, I'm I'm there. Like I'm in a field. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> Here's the Weasley's house. 
There is a magical beast lurking there's somewhere a, there's in a, here. A pool that may or may not be functional, depending yeah. on what time of year and honestly what day it is. <laughs> yeah, you 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 pull something out of the ground and it's a screaming root baby. <laughs> there and of course there's there's jelly beans everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> dude. <laughs> There's so, there's so, when we were younger, there were so many of them. They were like the Weasleys. It was like Dan was yeah. the oldest one. <laughs> they were all. <laughs> they all looked at least vaguely similar to each yeah. other. Yeah, they were, they were the Weasleys. I love that. Oh, uh, and yeah, you had to wash up before dinner. Yeah. And you had to wear your sweaters that had your initials on it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part about the Nelk household that I forget about sometimes is the weird like in between bathroom that you had yeah. to use sometimes. And God, yeah, I don't forbid, think it functions. I don't think it functions anymore. That's why we took pisses. Like there was a bathroom closer to taking a piss farther away from the office, and we couldn't yes. use it. No, God forbid yeah. you had to drop a deuce uh, while you're at Ben's, uh, dude. Yeah, I don't think I had ever ex- experienced a bathroom that had one door to the inside and one door to the outside. <laughs> I don't think I don't think bathrooms are supposed to be able to like you open up a door and literally see the sun. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was like the equivalent of one of those magic fireplaces in Harry Potter. Dude. Yeah, flume. you throw some which powder was a, in there and you end up in a different. Which country. was a level, which was a level I could never get past, so I stopped playing the game. Oh, um, we went off on a tangent. New music. Ramona Park broke my heart. Yeah. How was it? Like, give me a a rundown. What am I going to expect? So it is as I thought. I think this is Vince's four movies album. Okay. There's more commercial stuff, probably. It's more commercial. It's a little less whole as like an Mm. art project. Like it doesn't necessarily have themes and whatnot. Yeah. But it like kind of does. Um, But it's honestly, it's. I it's it's Vince. It's like perfect. It's yeah. what I want. Exactly. It's it's like you just said. It, it's it's what it's you want. Mellow and on on beat at the same time. Be. And I don't understand how how that's possible. It's filled with like these little snide comments. I like that. I just got a text. It doesn't have from a number I don't know, and it just says, "If you prefer to no longer receive messages from this company, please respond with stop." There's no other context to it, though. I would Google Google the uh, the number. I'm too. But late. um, on uh, on this Vince Stables, not a lot of features. There's mustard, which isn't it, it. That's his producer. Yep. Little baby Ty Dolla Sign, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I like this. Yeah. May, I, has he in his in years past with his more um commercial album does he have a lot of i would assume like for like the for the movies you have a bunch of features on it and then his passion passion project album is for him he's got only a couple are we expecting a big feature list come the next album i don't know i feel like he's hit or miss where sometimes he's doing a bunch of features and sometimes he's doing none i feel like as of late he hasn't had a lot of features Hmm. It's like the last album. I don't think he had any, maybe. Well, my phone dropped. I'm not going to pick it up. Was the last one uh, FM or was the last one the Big Fish Theory? No, the last one was Vince Staples. 
Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. It only had yeah, one yeah, yeah. feature, and it was Fushi. So Vince you could argue no features. <clears throat> um, also dropped Soccer Dad by Schoolboy Q. Single. Ooh, missed that one. Uh, Jack Harlow's single dropped, which hey, listen I mean, to that one was heavily anticipated. Yeah, he's got um, a real good social media team. Yeah, he's he's Post Malone, but from two thousand and like sixteen. He's Post Malone if Post Malone was Drake. Yeah, wow, you hit the nail on the head. Yes, exactly. If post if Post Malone was Drake, he'd be Jack Harlow. Yeah. It doesn't I'm, I'm make sense, it. but it makes perfect sense. He has he has Mountain Dews and chips mm-hmm. and uh, Raising Cane's sandwiches or whatever the fuck he's got, McDonald's sandwiches. And then he has his singles, his three and a half minute long singles, literally marketed everywhere on every social media app. So I gave a listen, obviously. Sarah was really into it. The sample's cool. I'm glad that they like Fergie's back. It's fine. It Nothing has it been crazy. done before? Probably, definitely. Um, More talented, just yes. Is it just like kind of a, just aesthetically pleasing? Yeah, I I need to watch the music video because he's a music video guy. Like, yeah, that is it. Also, something that I will just listen to in the car to feel cool. Probably with the I don't windows even think down. I would go that far. Not, probably not um who does he have on? he's like, got a feature on it doesn't he he doesn't say it on spotify he's got someone with him i don't think i so. wish i knew because it's it's it was the first single technically off of his album uh the schoolboy q song is very good soccer mom dad um dad got a real nice horn line Oh, you know and like that. Jack White dropped an album. Yeah, so I've been on with a off. Q-tip feature. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it's the description is why don't they have a description? Um, because I, I it, it, Jack White is also on, um, on my social media and on my um everything all the time it's also he's dropped an entire jack's dropped an entire album and school in uh, q-tip is is on heidi ho actually you know what i listen to this i'm gonna put it on my playlist but uh jack white just just has like a stockpile of uh like 6.5 to 8 out of 10 star songs just at the ready at any given moment he he can just put out whenever he wants because he also this is he released an album in 2021 he released an album in 2019 he released an album in 2018 he just can he has a a a unlimited amount of music to put out and i think it's just a matter of like who also wants to be with him that will bring attraction it's not like i'm turned off of jack white it's just like all right i'm it's it's going to be the same jack white what makes it different is like q-tips with it it does seem from the description that he kind of did things a little differently. 
and went at it from more of a production standpoint, kind of. And mm. um, he said the the description is the zone is in the world of digital studio effects, new territory for an artist who's long been an avatar and champion for all matters analog. So I don't know. I need to listen to it. I need to set it aside some time. I just have no time right now. But mm. um, he also he had quite a uh, quite a day for himself in Detroit the other day. I don't know if you saw this. I saw that. Yeah, he, he did the Star Spangled Banner at the Tigers opening day. And I mean, murdered it. It was great. Yeah. And then he it, it was really to good his girlfriend and got married on stage. I think I missed that part. I didn't stay for the whole for the whole uh, Star Spangled Banner, and I did not see the rest of that. If that is actually what oh, happened. he also kicked off his world tour. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah, so I mean, have a day for yourself, bud. It's hard to live. He up to is. That one. He is incredibly cool. Um, he as like someone who has like a bunch of like guitar people to like he for for guitar kids that are like you know, just getting into it now and say you're like a, a 10 year old, um, like how I started. I don't think he's the guy you look up to. Maybe it is to some people who are like in his area, like, you know, you're a Detroit kid or even like a Nashville kid since that's where third man records is. And he's yeah. like, that's he's basically where he lives now. Yeah. So it's like, I, but I, it's like, it's really cool. And what he's doing with like actually like pressing records and his area in, in, his, in his factory or whatever it is. I don't think he's like a kid, a, a guy you like be like, Oh my God, I want to be just like Jack white when I grow up and, and play guitar like every day. Uh, I think that's more safe for like a John Mayer or some sort of like Tobin Bomasi gent guy. Um, but he's just like, he just exists. He's cool. His look is cool. What he does is cool. It's just, it's like, he's not the coolest. He just he exists. Doesn't have the like, the guitar sex appeal that like pulls people in to be like, seen, I want to be like him. I'm surprised it's not a, as big of a meme because I've seen like few people um, like on like YouTube and, and like a couple of my things, like they make fun of Jack White for a lot. Like he is a very innovative guitar player. Like he, like the way he he tries things out and like the makes of his guitar and whatnot. But if you listen to his whole like, like a whole discography of just his guitar solos, they're like, that's his guitar solos, and it's just like, and he's just like, look what I just did. Like that's art, and like that's how I perceive guitar solos. And everyone's just just like, please, man, just the pentatonic scale. Like just once, please. And he's like, oh, pop, pop. Oh. that's his. So my producer shit. only heard the, what I said, and she said that she disagrees. Uh, but I think there's an overarching point. But also, people like my dad are like, yeah. no, that is exactly what I want. I don't yes. want the pentatonic scale. I had that <clears throat> that feeling once. Uh, it's all. It's just the the type of. It's, it's also what I'm in the mood for. Like I, I could be open for anything. Uh, I just like if that is all I get is yeah, weird, distorted, augmented things. I'm going to be upset. Like I just like I could listen to just like a John Mayer just riff 
or I could listen to any, you know, dummy on TikTok. Um, however, it being Jack White and he's like all about experimentation, like there's got to be a point where you're like, like his whole Star Spangled Banner thing, playing it on slide, playing it an octave higher and like playing it through his crummy amps and everything. It's like, oh, that's really cool. But like, I guarantee there was someone in the crowd that was like, Jesus Christ, this sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Or that was like, this is such a, a treasonous act to the flag. Yeah. Like I will no longer get another they vaccination should, because they of should Jack have White gotten Star Kid Spangled Rock Banner. to do yeah. this. I would the have pride of Detroit. I would have preferred five finger death punch over Jack White's. <laughs> Give me system of a down, even though there's a bunch of Armenian guys. I would have preferred them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's I would have preferred Jack. If I were in the crowd, I'd be like, I'd prefer if Jack White sang. I like Jack White's voice. I think he's a great singer. I think like the his songwriting is 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 interesting. It's just his choice in guitar all the time. Like it's never off. It's never like, okay, let me play something like normal. Yeah. No. Um, he doesn't live in that world. Um yeah, the only other things that really dropped were there was a Dreamville album that dropped, and there was also an album that dropped called Full Court Press. That's Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, and yep. Girl Talk. Yeah, that I found I saw, very I actually, intriguing. I listened to that because um, it was on like my um, my shit, um, and I listened to. Excuse me. Um, ready for love because it was on my like uh, release radar and ready for love had where is it just whiz and girl talk but then how the story goes got me onto the one with the big with big crit um it's something okay uh i like both of them i like whiz and big crit um i don't know if together is always the best thing girl talk is jet like, I don't know if you've listened to Girl Talk a lot. You know who he is? So I know the name. So forever ago, I was listening to like one of my like movie podcasts and the guy was really big into Girl Talk. And I was like, I'll oh, give it a listen. And there was like, he's just a DJ and he's good at sampling. I, I, I He would mash together yeah. two songs, but then roll through like, 30 within a three minute song and it so like there's one where it's international uh players, uh, anthem. players anthem like that beginning part and underneath it is like foreigner like a 70s rock band like the chorus bumping up into it and everything there's jukebox hero the vocals of jukebox hero by i think that's another foreigner song uh along with um like a uh, uh, it's I don't know if it's exactly a tribe beat, but it sounds like a tribe beat, and it's that like the jukebox here and then underneath it. So that's what he's he's completely gotten away from that now. His sampling is still there, but he's no longer this like lone DJ that is basically like a, a house DJ that would just put smash together these songs. Um, so I I am like oh this isn't girl talk this isn't my girl talk that i know um yeah 
and it his choices of samples and some of these songs on this full court press are strange like yeah it doesn't match it's still i like i mean it. i feel like that's what you sign up for with that kind of thing yeah with whiz big big crit and and girl talk i i always every once in a while like if i'm feeling like Girl, early girl talk, like the 2006, 2008 albums from girl talk. If you are on an ADHD kick, you haven't taken your Vivance yet. It is the perfect music for you. It is 15 seconds of a song that you with a hook that you can sing and then a completely different beat. And then it immediately shifts over to something else. And it's perfect for ADHD kids. Yay. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, um, I got a couple. Of we were listening to, to speaking of also circling back to Chris Stefano. <clears throat> we were uh, watching that and he was just going on these like tangents because they like were asking about his life and stuff before they got into like real content. And the producer looked at me and was like, is this what it's like to listen to me? And I was like, yes, it is. What? Like the Stefano? <clears throat> yeah. When did this release? Holy shit. I didn't even realize this. Bronson dropped something. Yeah, he dropped something Sub- Thursday night. Sub Zero. So that's probably why I missed it. Featuring the Alchemist. That's the other one. I I thought I sent that to you. Maybe you did. Um, yeah, Interpol. I actually completely forgot to listen to that. Yeah, Interpol, mm-hmm. one of my like uh, alternative bands. They put out a single called Tony, just for Ben Nelk. Um, ben, try to give it a listen. It's it's not the best. Not the best. Ben, from um, also, Ben, add that to your playlist of just songs called Tony. Yeah, it's T-O-N-I, Ben. Tony. Yeah, Tony. Album name and song name. He recruited me to help him with that playlist, and I was not much help. Other I than know that future um, song by Tony. If I had no, if I had no loot by Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, I would say <laughs> Anthony's Diner is another one. Tony, by Billy Joel. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like just calling people Tony's. That's something. Yeah. If hey, someone's Tony, being I, a real I, asshole, I'm just like, okay, Tony. All right, Tone. Uh, I think I called a kid Tony before just being like, like a, like a I'm very bad sure. move. Like, all right, Tony. Yep. I'm pretty sure we, I, it's a big time. If a kid messages us on siege, we'll call him Tony. Yeah. All right, Tony. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Tony. Yep. Whatever you say, you're better than me. Yep. I'll try that, Tony. Thank you for the input, Tony. You sweaty chungus. I've I've also said uh, bellows. Like you, like you're the best bellows. Yeah, you're the best bellows. You're the fucking best bellows. Um, I am kind of out on ideas. I don't have any other thing. Holy shit! Give me. It's it's been one goddamn day, one goddamn oh, episode, shit. and I completely forgot. No sock, dude. If I, I have know. to fucking chug there. ranch before the end of this fucking episode, I'm going to hang this myself. This would be great. Absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. I'm so glad I remembered. So, folks, um, as Duncan gives me hosting capabilities. We almost, we, I, we almost dodged this. I know. We got the <laughs> ranch wheel. Um, we're down a couple of ranches. I don't think a lot. I don't know if my screen is completely frozen because that's what it's looking like right now. Oh boy. This ain't good. Um, the Bruins are good at hockey except for today. 
Um, the Red Sox stink so far um, because everyone cares about uh, baseball on April 10th. Um, all right. I'm back. All right. We're spinning this ranch wheel. Did I freeze? No, you were there the whole oh, time. I was there. It froze on my shit. Jay Wall and right. Ben Affleck got it uh, engaged. I, they got engaged. Yeah. Um, to them, dude. No ranch today. Duncan and I live uh, to to speak another day without ranch all up in our mouths, all up in our gullets. Um, speaking of bat of Ben Affleck and um, J Lo, I um, w- me and Sarah had watched a uh, a movie called Deep Water on YouTube on Hulu rather um, that had. Batfleck and Anna de Armas. And so let me ask you, did they once date Anna de Armas and Ben yeah. Affleck? Didn't they? Yeah. Okay. That it must was, have been. I think it was during that movie. Oh, because the boy, were they hot and heavy? Boy, was there a lot of sex to be had. Duncan, can I explain to you? Um, are you ever gonna watch the movie? Nope. Okay. It's called Deep Water, and it is about Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas, they are married. They have a child named Trixie. Stripper name. Um, and I'm pretty right sure away. that I saw a hooker in my apartment elevator yesterday. Named Trixie? No, but she, I mean, when you see someone on a Saturday night who is wearing fishnets at like 9.30 p.m. And like, it, it was cold yesterday. What, like what color? Days. White fishnets, the rest of the outfit centered around pink. Stripper. Heavily. I mean, when I got in the elevator afterwards, there was a heavy cloud of perfume. If if it were black heels, I would say maybe she maybe it's like a costume thing or maybe she's just like edgy. But if it's any color fishnets other than black, you are dealing with a sex worker. You um, are paying to have sex with her. And so I invited her into the apartment. Yeah. And then you woke up, you know, in a wet bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I woke up and, and all my stuff was gone. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say you woke up from a sex dream. Um, the, the, the premise is that Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas with child, um, they uh, have a, an open marriage because Batfleck is afraid of um, having to divorce her, but he gets very jealous. And so Anna de Armas is very much just like a sloppy, horny mess the entire movie. Like she's boinking everyone. She's, she is uh, kissing one dude on the mouth and then sucking Batfleck's dick in the car ride home from their party. It's also a very culty vibe of like this group of friends uh lil rel is in the movie if you know who lil rel is yeah i do of course yeah, I he's know in the lil rel is he's in the movie he's star he's a part of the yo he played the... zanies a little while ago i think really? <laughs> he's in sure the movie the whole friend group is very like culty vibe they're like they're always together and they're always like sloppy drunk all the time except for batfleck batfleck also has an obsession with snails um, and the whole thing is that he, uh, whenever uh, Anna de Armas, <laughs> that just like, I just processed you saying he has an obsession with snails. He's got a lot of snails, dude. Um, and uh, he he she sleeps with one guy, 
um, off camera, like prior to like the, the, the movie taking place and the a new, he goes missing that guy. And then a new guy comes into Anna de Armas's life. And uh, he's like, Oh, Hey man. He goes, I really appreciate, you know, you like, let me be with your wife um, in this like relationship, whatever you guys got going on. He goes, yeah. And he goes really sad about that other guy that went missing. Right. And he goes, yeah, you know why he went missing. And he goes, why? And he goes, I killed him because he was sleeping around with my wife. And he goes, Oh, you're just joking. And goes on. He actually killed him and he kills a bunch of other people. Um, spoiler alert. Um, and the, at the end of the movie, Anna de Armas stays with Batfleck, even though he's killing all these people. And she just continues to fuck whoever she wants. And it's like nothing changes in the movie. It's so fucking it's honestly, I don't think it's a good movie. Me and Sarah left and we looked at each other, left, left our couch, left, uh, got off the movie. And we're like, was that a good movie? Yes or no. And we kind of came to know. So uh, was this, this was uh, the night we played Xbox and we <clears throat> then discussed the movie, The Lighthouse. Um, yes. Which, you which is a much more riveting movie. Yeah. Uh, riveting might not be the word for it, but it's, I still haven't seen it. Certainly it, it really grabs your attention for, uh, I would say most of the movie, but yeah. then it also, it lulls you to sleep and then it grabs your attention again. Um, it's very intriguing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would I'm say excited. one of the overarching things and something that I look for in movies is no sense of time whatsoever. That's one oh, of my favorite things. Yeah, dude. When If you have a movie, if you're making a movie right now and listening to this podcast, just make it have no sense of time, please. Yeah. We don't make the characters old and then young and then old again. Is it a flashback? Who knows, dude? Doesn't matter to me sepia tone all over the shit i like have the sepia filter on lock yeah um it's certain movies that i can just completely like be like i don't care about the timing of it like a light like when and if i watch the lighthouse which i probably will um i will be ready for the no the the no concept of time but then there are other movies like if you really if you think about it what is the concept of time for like Willy Wonka? How long are they in the chocolate factory? Like we don't know. Like it's nebulous. True. But it, it at least feels like there's some structure to the time of it, but you're right. It could have been like a year that they were in the chocolate factory because they are just bouncing from scene to scene. But isn't also, isn't it established that it's like a day in the chocolate factory? Yeah, potentially. I also don't think it's just, I think it's just a visit to the chocolate factory. Yeah. Like, I mean, like does Augustus Gloop just live in the fucking chocolate river now? Yeah. And no, yeah. And Mm. it's already so wacky and zany. Like how, how am I to know that it actually like, wasn't like us a week that they're trapped because of Willy Wonka's little magic that he's got going on. I don't think we've ever, talked about the rabbit hole i went down one day when i watched the iceberg of charlie and the chocolate factory video on youtube it is fascinating how many things the charlie and the chocolate factory movie have made people think about like crazy amounts of theories and absolute just high people on it must be pcp writing some of these articles and making these youtube videos because it is crazy what they come up with one of the best things that they've come up with is, do you know that a majority of 
people on the internet believe that there is a sequel that has already been made to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? And you know what it is? No. A movie that has made a, a decent amount of money, has a cult following, and um, many believe is a successor to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from like the 1970s with Gene Wilder as uh, Willy Wonka. Snowpiercer is the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The movie with fucking Chris Evans? Yes, made by uh, like Boon Jung-ho or whatever that Korean, Korean director yeah. is. That movie's so, sick. It's awesome. I love Snowpiercer. Um, so uh, the engineer, the guy who's um, played by uh, Ed, Ed Norris or whatever his name is, um, like the guy, like the guy that they finally reveal at the end. Um, he is Charlie. So uh, nuclear holocaust happens all over the world. And Charlie, who takes over the chocolate factory from Willy Wonka, um, who at this point has become an expert engineer and who can make a lot of things because he's been taught by Willy Wonka and has a big grasp on nutrition and how people need to, what people need to eat and what they can't eat to be able to survive for a long time, um, has a solution as an engineer to like the whole global Holocaust that happens. And so he makes a train in the original Charlie and Chocolate Vector. He's like, he already talks about how he's obsessed with being a conductor or in like a throwaway line. Or it's yeah. like in the Raw Doll book. It's like Charlie like wants to be like a, a like a builder or a conductor or something like that. And uh, he has all this wealth, so he's able to build the Snowpiercer train and like save all of the people. And he's been like over time like uh, soured by humanity because he's always in like the chocolate factory looking out at all of like the people like of the kids that he went initially to the chocolate factory with. Like exactly greed. like Willy Wonka in yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. So like gr- the you know greed and jealousy and 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 gluttony and whatnot, all of those things. So then he says, "I'm going to make a system where it's only like certain people can get on, and we eliminate some of that evilness." And you know how like uh, they find out that all like the, the nutrition bars in the back of the train that they're are eating bugs. are bugs. It's because he goes, oh, I know exactly what people need because I'm a nutritionist. I'm a chocolate guy. Like I know food and everything. What also people need. And he was poor and so he was able to. Isn't yeah. that like what the Oompa Loompas eat? Yes. It, yes. They eat like weird like <laughs> nutrition bars. And on top of it, his obsession at the end, it reveals that like it's children that like help power his train. His obsession with children and small people like the Oompa Loompas is like still there. And so people are like, it's a sequel. That was a, that was like basically the entire iceberg video I watched on YouTube one night when I got drunk. The Charlie and Chocolate Factory has so much shit like that, dude. I, um, I think I need to take another nap after that yeah. because um, my brain has melted and it's starting to drip down the back of my neck. Hmm. I gotta, yeah. I, I I can send you some videos, bro. To the rest of the Great. people, go go research the Snowpiercer Charlie and Chocolate Factory connection. It's uh, it'll blow your brains out. It'll blow your balls off.
it'll blow your balls right off. Um, I have one last thing to wrap up the uh, this this year podcast. Hold on. Oh boy. Let me make sure I have audio included. It's important. This is my new favorite lane of TikToks. It's a minute long. Yeah. Yo, what's up, TikTok? Back with another video. Let's get it. All right, guys. I was flipping a rock right here and found a ring neck. This the first ring neck of the year. It's the second time coming out here and finding one. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good find. Let's see what else we can get. All right, guys. Here's a close-up on the ring neck. Pretty cool pattern, and he's vibrant. So that's a nice find. Nice find. All right, guys. We continue flipping rocks, and Ro found a cane toad. Those eyes are gorgeous. I love these guys. All right, guys. If you look right there, it's by the alligator. I think it's the same one from last video or a couple of videos ago. But it's pretty cool find. Pretty cool. All right, guys. There go two alligators. I love these guys. All right, guys. It's a rat snake right there. We don't got no boots on today. Oh, I'll take my shit. Oh. What are these dudes doing? But it's pretty cool find. And it's the end of the video. Yo, what's up, TikTok? These guys are... I love them. I love them. It's electric. I want them to narrate planet Earth. Um... Because it's it's the the dichotomy of like taking someone who is like an inner city high schooler and just making them obsessed with nature. It, all of their it. videos are them just finding animals. They're just obsessed with herpetology. I love it. I'm I'm here for it. Give them a STEM degree. Allow I mean, them to their new new Steve Irwins. Those two. Give them a fucking television show, dude. What are we yes. talking about here? I want, oh my I God, want Dunk, them and Snoop Dogg to narrate um, Planet Earth, all coming seasons of Planet Earth. And we and would be also, millionaires if we got them on television. I mean, the the wearing Crocs and Jordans while you're and flipping Jordan's rocks. Suit. Yeah. Is, I can, every high school I work with, there's a high schooler that comes to work in Crocs. And I'm like, hey, dude, you got to put those in sport mode or else I'm going to have to make you buy some shoes yeah oh that so uh, like my summer camp i got a kid just like that like obsessed there is something so likable about a kid that is obsessed with rep like animals just finding yes. shit just like being out and like i have one of one of my kids he's like what like my favorite um and he's just he does that. he does that all summer long we, we take him and we play like cornhole we take into the movies we we go we do arts and crafts we sometimes like play like if someone has a switch we like have like super no he all he wants to do is just flip rocks he just wants to find toads and snakes and and more toads and more toads and snakes yeah i gotta i, mean, I gotta follow like them on TikTok. As a child yeah what was that what was will, his name uh, lavrick i'll uh i'll find the video and send it to you i love it i'm in i'm in for a good night so oh, feel yeah. good time. And he like he makes a video like every day. God bless him. Yeah. He's a legend of the game. And he takes it seriously too. It's not like he's like this is like a meme. Like he's like he really enjoys it. Yeah. I love it. I love that for him. All right, folks. Uh this has been the Chongstone Podcast. God bless. Um the Rick Man or whatever that TikTok guy's name was. Um, you'll be hearing more from him. Uh, this has been Jackson. Keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Uh, hey, baloney.
Does Ziggy fart at all? No, uh, very rarely. He looks like a farting dog. He looks like he lays a mean one. He's just moody, dude. He's just like (laughs) he's giving me the the side eye right now. (laughs) He's a big fan. He's a big fan of taking a long sigh. We call it huffing. When he like, like when you kick him off the bed, he'll go. And we're like, okay, do you want to talk about it? Jeez. (laughs) Tough guy over here, Zig. Yeah, he's, oh, he's a real Tony, dude. He really thinks he's fucking tough nuts. Tone, Zig and the Zig Tones. have Have we talked about how he's racist to golden retrievers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's a big rap guy. Oh, yeah. Big dog. All right. Hey, baloney. Uh... Baby duck if it quacks with a ruga Top billing come cops and villainous shots is block shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it LP killing it Killer my killing shit What more can I say? We top billing it Valiant without villain it viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages burning looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free I am barely giving a fuck away So tell begging Johnny and mommy to get the fuck away hey, yo, here's a gun son now run get it to go away Live to shoot another day